0: Merhaba from the Keswick village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 27th of April 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. On Monday the 25th, the Turkish court sentenced Osman Kavala, a Turkish businessman and activist, to life imprisonment without parole. He was on trial for his part in the Gezi protests in 2013. The Gezi protests were initially a sit-in at the Gezi Park in Taksim against the urban transformation plan to turn the park into a shopping mall. However, the sit-ins quickly turned into nationwide demonstrations when the police tried to repress the peaceful protesters. Following that, things got heated and demonstrators started protesting against the government's authoritarian regime. The authorities saw these demonstrations as a conspiracy to overthrow Erdogan, who was the prime minister back then. Osman Kavala was accused of organizing the Gezi protests. He was arrested on the charges of attempting to overthrow the government in 2017. He was held in prison till 2020, even though he hadn't been convicted of any crime. In 2019, the European Court of Human Rights ruled that Kavala's rights had been violated and demanded his immediate release. Kavala was acquitted in the Gezi trial in 2020 after spending more than two years in prison. However, the police detained him only hours after his release. This time, he was arrested on suspicion of having ties to the 2016 coup attempt. The court also overruled his previous acquittal. This week, he was sentenced for, quote, attempting to overthrow the government and seven other people involved in the case were each given 18 years in prison. The lawyers of the defendants in the Gezi trials accused the court of not taking the defense's arguments into account. One lawyer even mentioned that the judge and prosecutor were checking their phones as a lawyer was giving her statement. Many people believe that these trials were politically motivated. They think that the trial's aims were to silence the secular people who were against the authoritarian and Islamist policies of the government. Many also believe that the judges didn't care about the evidence presented or the statements of the defendants. They think that government officials instructed the courts to sentence innocent people to many years in prison. Moreover, some people mentioned that one of the judges on the case, Murat Birjan, was a prospective parliamentarian candidate from the Ruling Justice and Development Party, or AKP, and President Erdogan, the head of the AKP, was an aggrieved party in the Gezi trials. Following this, many people accuse the government of appointing biased judges and prosecutors to the case. If you want to know more about the Gezi protests, you can check the article Judgment in Gezi Trial, A Devastating Blow for Human Rights, says Amnesty International. You'll find the link to it in our show notes. On Thursday the 21st, a bomb went off near the building of the Turkey Youth Foundation, best known as Tehu Agva, in the Gazmoshman Pasha district of Istanbul. Fortunately, no one was hurt in the explosion, and there was minimal damage to the surrounding area as well. So far, the police have found security footage that showed a woman leaving a bag on site minutes before the explosion. They also revealed that the bomb was handmade and had a timer. The police haven't identified the bomber yet, but they are still investigating the matter. The Minister of Internal Affairs, Suleiman Soylu, announced that there will be restrictions for refugees planning to visit Syria for the upcoming religious holidays. He said that refugees that go to the safe zones for the holidays won't be allowed to return to the country. Around 500,000 refugees have returned to the safe zones and liberated areas in Syria so far. The president, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, also said that the government will ensure the voluntary and honorable return of Syrians to their homeland once peace is established. However, just a month prior to this, he said that, quote, the opposition parties say they'll send Syrians back if they win. We will not. Many people think that the president is trying to appeal to the growing anti-refugee sentiment in hopes that it will earn him more votes in the upcoming 2023 elections. In February, Kamal Kilic Daruru, the leader of the main opposition party, the Republican People's Party, or CHP, said that he wasn't going to pay his electricity bill until the president revoked the price increases on electricity. As a result, his electricity was cut off last week. However, he said that he'll live without electricity for the next week to stand in solidarity with the people who don't have access to basic energy sources because of the financial hardships. The ruling authorities accused him of promoting civil disobedience. Turkey had been giving permission to Russia to use its airspace to reach Syria in three-month intervals, and in April, the most recent three-month period ended. Following this, Foreign Minister Mevlut Cavusoglu announced that Turkey will not be renewing the permission. Turkey's airspace is now closed to Russian military and civilian aircrafts carrying troops to Syria. This move aims to increase the global pressure in Russia for its invasion of Ukraine. Following the meeting of the Ministry of Health's Coronavirus Scientific Advisory Board, President Erdogan announced that wearing masks in indoor spaces is no longer mandatory. However, he added that it is still compulsory to wear masks on public transportation and in hospitals until daily COVID-19 cases drop below 1,000. Gestas, the company in charge of the ferry services and in Kanakala, increased the ticket prices up to 100%. The same company had cut back on the daily ferry rides following the opening of the Kanakala Bridge, which connects the two sides of the city. Many people thought the government made the company cut back the daily rides to promote the use of the bridge. However, the bridge has a toll fee of 200 Turkish liras, or 13 U.S. dollars, and many people can't afford it. Following the public backlash, Gestache returned to the normal schedule for ferry rides. On Saturday, the 23rd of April, Turkey celebrated the National Sovereignty and Children's Day. It marked the 102nd anniversary of the creation of the Turkish Grand National Assembly, the Parliament. The founder of the Republic of Turkey, Mustafa Kemal Ataturk, devoted the National Sovereignty Day to children, so the creation of the Grand Assembly is now celebrated as Children's Day. It is tradition that the political figures hand over their positions to children who become symbolic rulers for the day. Also, as a tradition, the members of the Grand Assembly of Turkey visit Kabir, the resting place of Ataturk, to pay their respects to him on this day. However, President Erdogan didn't take part in the Children's Day ceremony. He has been skipping it since 2014, the year he became president. He has not explained the reason why he hasn't been attending the ceremony. Usually Children's Day is celebrated with international festivals in Turkey. Young folk dancers from all over the world visit the country for dance festivals, and many schools host international student exchange programs. Unfortunately, because of the pandemic, international festivals were halted for the last three years. President Erdogan said that he hopes international festivities will go on as usual next year. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe, give us some feedback, and tell your buds about us. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at turkey at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram and Twitter with our handle at Rorschach Turkey.